You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I just, I feel like I should take on more of like a mentoring role. No, you don't mentor probably, a baby. What are you but doing? But I should probably be involved in the child's life, I would think. I, I mean, at least as far as, you know, instructing them in the right way. If you haven't been asked to be a part of the child's life, I don't think you should insert yourself into said child's life. Well, yeah, but the child is going to have my name. I obviously should be involved in some some way. Just because you share a name with somebody doesn't mean that you need to be their mentor. But what if I want to be one, though? <laughs> I think it's good but that it's I want to be involved. probably up to the parents if they want you to be. Oh, yeah. It's not my kid, by the it's, way. It's Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm laughing so much. I'm having a hard time. Then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I made it through. I got you did. Through. I'm pretty impressed. I'm just thinking about me mentoring babies. All right. So so, uh, of course, if you are Stop a fan of Fun Employment mentoring Radio, mentoring babies is a really creepy phrase. If you are a fan of Fun Employment Radio, of course, you can go to funemploymentradio.com and shop, shop to your heart's content. All there, right on our website, funemploymentradio.com/shop. We've got all kinds of different things. You know, you can uh, if you if you like traveling. Who doesn't like traveling, Sarah? There's an Expedia link right there. Greg, go if today, you, everyone. You like shopping on the Amazons? You can shop on the Amazons right there. Fun You like uh, the geek stuff? We got Think Geek. That's one of the sponsors right there, funemploymentradio.com slash shop. All of these things are there available for you, and they help us out. So there, that's, just want to put that out there. Um, that was uh, that was real good. <laughs> we've got a bunch of stuff uh, coming up here on the show today, so I'm going to explain what it is that I'm talking about when it comes down to the, um, well, to the, uh, to the mentoring of this child yes. that's taken Stop my name. Stop saying mentor. At, we don't even know if it's 100% still. Well, I never heard back, so I don't know if that was like maybe they're just like, ah, never mind, <laughs> we're not going to do it anymore. Should, we, should I be a mentor? Should be more of like a life shepherd kind of thing? A is that life what I could, shepherd? I could probably call myself that and get away with like selling. Greg a bunch of Nibbler, things. life shepherd, life shepherd, and then I just like help people like solve their problems. Did you just for make them. up that phrase? I totally made that up right That's now. That's really good. Life shepherd, life shepherd. Greg Nibbler, life shepherd. Ooh, I like this. That's like perfect because you sound like a cult leader and yeah. like uh, a religious figure at the same time. Right. And then I can just basically I tell people what to do and they pay me so I, so I can tell them what to do. Uh, it's being asked in the chat, Greg, how much juice has this motherfucker had today? Uh, I was up pretty early. No juice, though. I'm off the juice. You're off the juice. Off the juice. Okay. I haven't been juicing. Nope, just been drinking coffee. Okay, lots a lot of, of coffee. coffee. A lot of coffee. So much coffee. A lot of coffee today. Oh, my God. So... He just got stuck. The record just skipped for a second. Okay, uh, we're going to put a pin in that. We're going to come back to the life shepherd thing. Okay. Because I want to I want to discuss that and talk about that. Um, okay, so for some reason, Greg, so uh, we got this email from these listeners, and they said that it was okay to say their names back then. So I, so I don't know if it came to fruition, but it was uh, Andrew and Leah, and they had had a baby, and they were maybe going to name it Greg. And so we were, were actually talking about it because we're like, whatever happened? Is there going to be a baby Greg? So now Greg is thinking that he needs to find out and insert himself in the child's life and show the baby the man that he's supposed to be. Right. Well, essentially along those lines. I mean, it's somebody that's going to share my name. I mean, the name Greg's a very royal. It's a regal name. It comes with a lot of responsibility. Quite honestly, I don't. I wouldn't describe the name Greg as regal. Most people, when you think of like kings or things like that, uh, you know, you think Greg. No, when you think shit apples, you think Gregory. Greg, like, see, King Gregory seems like he would be just a shit apple. Okay, here's the thing. See, this is something that he would have to learn as a Greg. You know, uh, one, you don't really use Gregory. There are Gregories in this world, and there are Gregs in this world. Now, my full name is Gregory, and there's nothing wrong with that. Why are you trying to talk as if you're, like, slightly British? And my full name is Gregory. Well, see, people who use the full name Gregory... Yes, that's usually how they are. They usually have like a sweater tied around their their. Oh, hello. Neck I'm, and, I'm Gregory. Uh, Gregory, actually, it's Gregory. Uh, no, do so, not do not make it shorter. It's Gregory. Yes. Gregory. No, it's not. No, you don't say it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's not how you do it. So Gregories are they're they're a different kind of people. But you want to be as a Greg. A Greg is. You know, uh, uh, grinded out like a salt of the earth kind of person. Who Greg gets the, is the furthest from salt of the earth. Gregs are little princess divas. Well, Gregs uh, deserve their place. Seriously, I see just Gregs being little snooty, like uh, Napoleon complexed uh, 
like I, I can see like a cartoon caricature of a little Greg with like a wearing a big furry cloak that's too big for him with his nose up in the air wearing like this giant crown that's kind of tilted like when your beanie gets tilted after oh. you've had a couple beers. Well, somebody's a little bit jealous of the Gregs, I think, is what's going on there. I don't think anybody's jealous of the Gregs. It takes a strong person to carry the crown of Greg. That's all I'm going to say. So, so as you know, as I mentor this child into the world and, you know, as I teach them things, that's one of the things I'll say is like, go with Greg. Also, one G at the end. Don't do two Gs. That's not, that's not overdo it. What if they do do two That's G's? calling for, that's what that is. That's kind of a call for attention. I think, you know, it's like, oh, okay, I'm regular Greg's. I got to try to stand out from them. Somehow I'm going to put another G on the end. We still accept them as one of our own, but they're different. They're, they're different though. Mm-hmm. They're still a Greg. They're part of the family of Greg's. But they're a different kind of Greg. All right. Yeah. So they're not a special kind of well, Greg. Well, they're not. No. It's it's a different kind of Greg. They're like the mildly mentally challenged Gregs. Well, so they might have that same opinion about single Gs. I'm not going to get into name calling. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it's a different kind of Greg. Yeah. Still part of the family. Sure. Different kind. All right. What what you want to be, though, the, the right way to be is just the G-R-E-G Greg. Just a straight up Greg. It's just so like blah. Like the name Greg. I mean, not for the not for their blessed child, of course. If they went with Greg, I'll, I'm all for you. But like Greg is just kind of like Greg. Like it sounds like frog. It's a wonderful name. It's just it's just kind of there. It's just like a, a word spatter. It's just like Greg. Oh yes, because Sarah is so unique. Sarah is unique. Sarah means princess. Sarah flows. It's, it's Sarah does not flow. Sarah does flow. <sighs> There's nothing special about Sarah. There is. At least it's not just Greg. It's Greg. Oh, <laughs> are you trying to draw it out a little? Greg. Greg. Yeah. I did meet a guy one time who spelled his name G-R-A-I-G. I felt bad for that guy. I'm like, that's just silly. G-R-A, like Craig, but with a G? Craig with a G, yes. Yeah, I think his parents probably wanted to name him Craig, or but they weren't quite sure how to spell it. And so they put a G in the front or some, something messed up. Something terrible went wrong mm-hmm. there. Because Craig's are also, they're like our cousins. So there's Greg's and Craig's. Craig's are your... Are, are the cousins of Greg's. You know, they, you don't always get along with them. We often have our names confused for one another because I'm sure Craig's get it all the time. Is it Greg or Craig? Greg or Craig? You know, that happens all the time to them, too. They, they have the same problems we do, so we have, <laughs> we have a relationship in that manner. Our friend Keelan is commending you on how unique the name Greg is, Greg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keelan is commending you on how unique oh, good. the name is. Yeah. yeah. Which Keelan is this? Because <laughs> there are so many of them. I'm not sure which one that was, but I'm sure whoever it is is a fine person. So, so the uh, when I'm instructing, you know, these... Uh, Wait, that, now that's you have like an army I'll of say. babies? Now this is a baby army? Well, I'm thinking this is going to be one of the first ones. This is one of, gonna, probably going to be one of the first ones. So this Greg, you know, I want him to be, uh, to be a, a, good, a good man. A good man. I want him to learn the right ways. The first phone call I'm making after this show today is calling my sister to make damn sure if she's having a boy. She's going to name name it Greg. Greg. No, to not name. She's going to name it Greg. No, just say like. Oh my gosh. She's not going to name it Greg. But I'm say if if there if she does have a boy, I'm going to be like you. Anything but Greg. What do you mean? Why would you say that? Anything but Greg. You want you don't want to make an enemy of all Gregs here. No, I like all Gregs. I'm talking about you specifically. Other Gregs are fine. I'm gonna, it's just your name that sounds I weird. I will send your sister an email and advocate that she should name the child Greg. If it's going to be a boy, it should be Greg. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. I will start the petition now. I'm going to start a GoFundMe or a, a petition thing or something. Something's going to happen. A GoFundMe? I don't know. I don't think that's the way babies work. <laughs> I'm not sure how babies work. This is my, this is my then problem. Then how are you going to mentor babies? Well, I'm not... I'm not part, that process isn't my problem. I'm just going to mentor this child to be correct when it grows up. So one of the first things I'll teach it is this. Number one, mayonnaise is gross. Don't eat mayonnaise. Don't be a mayonnaise eater. Well, real tough life lessons Don't Greg's Don't do us. it. Stay away from the mayonnaise. Like, it's, it's grody. You're not going to like it. Okay. Just don't do it. Of course, then I worry about maybe I'll push him to mayonnaise, but I, hopefully this will That's work out That's true. Right. It's like the, you know, be like me, but don't be like me, and then like, the kid's going to rebel, and it's going to be like the biggest mayonnaise lover ever. Oh, man. That would be the worst. It's going to be like the anti-Greg. The worst. It like dips fries in mayonnaise. The baby's and stuff. gonna be like six four. Well, that's okay. They they can be tall. Mm-hmm. That's all right. That's all right because then it just reaches for stuff from for me. Um, yeah. So it'll hate mayonnaise. What else can I teach it? Uh, no, uh, I can also. Did you really say I'm going to mentor this child to be correct? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, isn't you that know. what parenting is though? And like, 
Isn't that what people do? I'm not do? a parent. Like, I know exactly. I'm a mentor. I'm a life shepherd, <laughs> Sarah. That's what I am. I'm life shepherding this particular Greg. And I'm planning on branching out to life shepherd all kinds of people. Because essentially, I feel like at this point in my life, I know what the right way is to do things. And I feel like I should be sharing that knowledge for, you know, a monetary uh, uh, monetary uh, trade. But what, what's the baby trade? Well, the baby, the baby's named after me. That's okay. That's a freebie. This Greg's, I want to assure Greg's parents, Greg's not going to get charged for this. This is, this is free. This is on the house. So the one tip that you've given to baby Greg so far yes. is don't eat mayonnaise. Don't eat mayonnaise. That's the first that's lesson. Your, that's your lesson. First one's free. Yeah, don't eat mayonnaise. Right so you're going to keep the rest of your, these amazing life No, not secret. for this, Greg. I'll, I'll, I'll go for it. Okay. Now, for other people, when I start life shepherding them, that's going to be a little bit different. Because, I mean, look, think of everybody out there. Here's my pitch. Here's my pitch. Think about your life right now. I bet there's something in your life that's not quite working out just how you wanted it to, isn't there? There's that one thing. Is that's, there too much mayonnaise it's in It's just your not life? working out for you. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've tried and you, and you try to solve these problems, but I bet you've got a problem right now. If you think about it, I bet you've got one and you don't know how to solve that. It could be something simple. It could be something big. Whatever it is, I'm here to help you and I will solve that problem for you for a relatively inexpensive cost. What's money when you can have, have your problems go away? You don't need money. Money's money's kind of the source of your baby mafia. That's not just for babies. No, baby is you're not seeing the big picture here, Sarah. Oh, so it's not just babies anymore. I'm a life shepherd. Okay. You're acting like I should know this thing that you just made up five minutes ago. I'm a life shepherd. And so I shepherd people through their lives. Now it could be, you know, this one Greg. Greg is just a small part of it. Baby Baby Greg or Baby Greg is just little Greg. Baby Greg. (laughs) Is just a small part of that. Baby Greg is is my namesake. I'm gonna go ahead and you know I'll I'll help him out no matter what. You can call me Big Greg. I'll call him Little Greg. Baby Greg. Little Greg. <laughs> what's up? What's up, Little Greg? You know something like that. Now the life shepherd thing. This is a more overall goal of mine with my new business that I've just formed since we started the show <laughs> ten minutes ago. So um, people are not already have questions for the Life Shepherd. Greg. Okay, now this is in funemploymentradio.com slash live. Of course, if you're a live subscriber to Fun Employment Radio, $6.99 a month, the first week is free. You get to uh, pop in there and join the chat and, and ask questions of today, the Life Shepherd. All right, uh, our, so our buddy uh, Shockwave in the chat says, uh, uh-huh. Dear Life Shepherd Greg, Hello, which, Shockwave. Uh, which foods are okay to eat for breakfast? Oh, that's a very good question. Mm. That is very important. Um, okay, which foods are okay? Well, I, it would help if I had a little bit more clarification of maybe a, is this food okay? Is this food not okay? I think it's probably, by you being a life shepherd, I think it's basically you just saying the things that you like and making other people like them too. Well, I mean, that's along the lines of where I was going. I would rather tell people no. Like, I, I prefer, my preferred method is for them to say something and then for me to just say, no, that's wrong. When I don't get to do that, it, it makes me All upset. All right, stop at the, the psychobabble and tell people what, tell Shockwave, who asked you a very proper question, mm-hmm. what sh- foods should you eat for breakfast? All right, here's what you do for, for a good, healthy breakfast. You have some eggs, you get some oatmeal, you put some frozen berries in the oatmeal. Don't put sugar in it. Put frozen berries in the oatmeal. You mix that up. And that's delicious. If you don't have that, uh, leftover pizza is also good for breakfast. Okay. Uh, let's see. Our friend Bean in the chat says, uh, Dear Life Shepherd Greg. Yes, hello, Bean. I need a better job. What should I do? Oh, well, here's what you're going to need to do. And this is this would normally would cost you a bit of money, I'm just going to say. So I'm going to assume, and this is part of my clairvoyance, that you're unhappy with the job that you're at now. So you need a better job. Here's what you have to do. I think that might be what she's asking. Uh, let the Life Shepherd... Please do the talking. Oh, my God, please. Are you referring your, to yourself in the third person? Well, okay, life, I won't stop that. The there Life Shepherd is working right now, Sarah, and you're disrupting my mantra and my whole process here that I'm going through. There's Terribly a, sorry, Life Shepherd. a process I've developed over the last now 12 minutes that I'm, I'm really working on. Um, you're unhappy with that job. Here's what you need to do. You need to think about what is it that you like to do? What pays money? Other jobs. Other jobs are out there. Seek the job that will make you happier and happiness will follow. There you go. That one's free. Wow. Life Shepherd Greg. Yes. He's just really knocking it out of the park. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Our our friend Keelan in the chat says, uh, Dear Life Shepherd Greg, Uh 
What do you do if things are on the top shelf? (laughs) (laughs) Well, number one, things should never be on the top shelf. There is no point to a top shelf. I have, in my uh, kitchen, I can't reach like the top three of my shelves because I have a really high ceiling. So they've just been empty for like the four years that I've lived there. The only good use a top shelf has (laughs) is for things that you don't really want anymore, but you can't bring yourself to throw away. So you just don't want to have to look at it. Then you put things on the top shelf. Like then tops up closets, you stuff it full of crap you don't have to look at because, you know, it's too high. Nobody can see up that high. So then way you don't have to worry about it ever again. All right. So you shouldn't. What do you do if things are on the top shelf? You don't even worry about it. No, you don't worry about it because it's stuff that you don't really want, but you just can't bring yourself to throw away. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. That's what that's what the top shelf is for. Uh huh. Anyway, I'm just well, I'm just life shepherding. I hope this can. I hope your life shepherding continues on this afternoon because we have our we have that thing tonight. Yeah, I know. And uh, you are such a dick, by the way. I didn't. He did right back again. Stop it. Stop it. What? No, I'm not going to fall for this again. No, he did. He wrote back. What did he write? All right. Well, we should explain this. If you didn't listen to yesterday's show, yesterday's show was was actually a very good episode. It was. Uh, I mean, not that every episode isn't isn't good. Sorry, I'm thrown off a little bit by what we just got by a text. I'll explain it here. Um, so yesterday we talked about how Sarah and I are going to be officiating a wedding this weekend. For real, we are actually officiating a wedding together. We can say their name too. They said, "Yeah, yeah. So Doug and Kenda." Doug and Kenda. It's Doug yeah. and Kenda's wedding this weekend. Oh my gosh, and we're so excited! They asked us to officiate it, which is going to be awesome. Um, that was yesterday's episode. What fourteen oh? What was yesterday? Fourteen oh two. Fourteen oh two. Episode fourteen oh two. It was a lot of fun. Um, but I didn't know if they would have time to listen to the show until. You know, after the wedding, and they did listen to the show, and we were kind of joking about how we were going to handle it. And uh, Doug wrote, and he was, yeah, he followed up again. Well, okay, stop it. All it. right, can I just tell you, Greg has been <laughs> fucking with me all morning. I'm already super nervous, and uh, so basically, because we didn't know if Doug and Kenda had heard the show from yesterday yet. Which I too, I agree, Greg. I had a, I had a lot of fun yesterday, and I actually listened back. I'm like, all right, some, yeah. that's pretty funny. Um, and so when Greg. Greg is in here, and I was sitting in the green room doing my prep, and he was doing his prep, and he looks at his phone, and he's like, uh-oh. And I'm like, what? what? What's going on? He's just like, well, I just heard from Doug, and they just listened to the show, and apparently uh, they're kind of mad. And I was like, what the fuck? They're mad? And he's just like, yeah, they, they, didn't, they didn't find it funny yesterday. <laughs> and I'm about ready to, to like... I'm freaking out because Greg has scared the shit out of me. I'm like, oh my god, we're going to there because the rehearsals tonight, and uh, you know, and I was so freaked out. And so Greg's over there, straight faced, just saying like, <laughs> oh yeah, no, 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 they're they're really mad until finally yeah, they didn't think I, it was until very finally funny. I was almost in tears, and then he's just like, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Wait until like I'm almost about ready to cry. I didn't know how hard you would take it. I was like, there's no way she would actually fall for this. But you were falling for it so well. I just, I felt bad. I just kept going. You did. And then you did it again. And then I'm like, all right, you better tell. I showed you what he said. Okay, the actual text that he sent, he's like, just heard the show. Let me start by saying, OMG, we love all of it. Like, they were just talking about how much fun they were having. And then like, oh, yeah, by the way, you can say our names. Um, Yeah, it was like a great text. I I, was, I couldn't believe that you would actually think it wasn't. And then, so I wrote because back... Because I'm super nervous. This but is here's a huge the thing. responsibility. This is how gullible Sarah is. So I wrote back to Doug and told him what happened. And was like, ah, that was funny. And then I didn't do anything. And about 15 minutes later, Sarah goes, okay, did he write back again? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, he did. And I'm just going to... Yeah, I, he was kind of joking before, but now he's, now he's kind of worried about tonight and whether or not we're going to be there and be ready. Oh my and god! Have everything in order. And then I fell for and it. And then you again. fell for it again. This should show you how nervous I am. You are a jerk. It's an endless fun, though. I mean, you've got to understand. From my perspective, it's so much fun. It's like, not fun. Like every time you fall for it. What like, did he write? Every time. I'm not going to fall for it this time. He did write back. What did he write? Uh, just stop he wants it. I'm us not to falling. Confirm. Stop it. Just tell me. The address, and then we got all the licenses and everything that we're supposed to get. Because we have to go to the. Did you go to the courthouse? I didn't go to the court. Shut up. I'm not supposed to go to the courthouse. <laughs> See how easy Was it okay? Was it, was it okay? Did he write? Was it all right? Yeah, it's all right. Greg, just tell me. Well, Stop it. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, he's all right. Shut up. Uh, he did say be careful. Be careful. Saying, yeah, I think it's in reference to. Well, it'll be fine. I don't want to upset you during the show. (laughs) 
You are so mean. But seriously, everything's okay? Great. It will be. Just- it'll be fine. Uh, there's a few things we forgot about. What did we forget about? Well, he's right. We didn't for- I don't- We didn't forget anything. No, oh there's a little God. bit more that we needed. We should have done. <sighs> uh, we'll, we'll figure out time to get it done. There isn't any time to get anything done. Well, we have to. I mean, there is, it's their We wedding. don't have anything to get done. I don't think you understand the responsibility that's upon our shoulders for this. I do understand, which is why it's extra cruel that you're trying to make me feel even more nervous about it. Well, I'm not trying to make you nervous. I'm just saying, you know, we really... Oh, he said Kenda's going to write us. Shut up. Stop it. Yeah, okay, they they just want to have a quick meeting before the rehearsal tonight. Because those always go really well. God damn it. He stop didn't really it. say what it was about. Will I don't you really stop? Know. Knock it off. Oh, you're so funny. I'm going to Greg. I'm going to sit over here in my purple shirt and laugh at myself. <laughs> Jerk. <sighs> Hello, my friends. It's, it's okay. Just tell me. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. It's fine. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Out of Minneapolis, there's a new beer that's going to be created. And we, we know some folks that live in Minneapolis, so maybe they'll want to send it our way. Okay, what is the beer, though? So it's a new... The makers of Wheaties, of course, the breakfast cereal, Wheaties, have announced that the Breakfast of Champions is expanding to also include making beer. Which it's going to be called... Uh, they're making a craft beer in Minneapolis. It's just going to be for a limited time only. That's called Hefeweedies. Hefeweedies. So it's going to be like a Hefeweizen. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah. Um, so General Mills has announced on its website it is partner, uh, partnering with Minneapolis craft brewery Fulton for a limited release of Hefeweedies, an American Hefeweizen uh, beer inspired by the cereal. So Ryan Petz, uh, who's the president and co-founder of Fulton, which is the brewery, says... Why? So is it going to taste like Wheaties? Well, let's let's get into it, shall we? Let's find out. Okay. Uh, so we were intrigued from the get-go on this idea for many reasons, including that we're both Minneapolis companies and that the beer and the cereal both get started from in the same place in terms of raw ingredients and in the same city. Okay. So he said that they've been sampling a number of Hefeweizens, so then they've been discussing with the Wheaties team what they like. Someone on the team said Hefeweedies, and it kind of sprung from there. Okay. So it doesn't describe the taste of Hefeweedies, but it does say that they will be available for a limited time in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area uh, beginning August 26th. So it'll be for a limited time there. Okay. Yeah. General Mills has posted, want to celebrate like a champion? No, you can. (laughs) Yeah, that just, no. No. I don't think I want to drink Wheaties beer. I want to try Wheaties beer. I mean, I guess, okay, I would try it. I mean, it's wheat. It's yeah, the same thing that beer's made out of. But it's just, is Wheaties just not doing, is the Wheaties market not that good right now? I don't know. Wheaties isn't a breakfast cereal I ever really ate that much of, though. Yeah, I was more of a total kind of girl. It was similar to total. total. That's like an old person cereal. I I love old people cereal. That's like an old lady cereal. Mm-hmm, I it's lo- like grape nuts. I love grape nuts. Oh, God. I love total. I love uh, special K. Oh, jeez. Love me some raisin bran. Drink your diet right with that, too. Oh my god, I love Diet Right. Of course right. you love Diet Right. The grapefruit Diet Right was of my course favorite. You do. My grandparents used to keep boxes and boxes of it in uh, the garage when we go to visit. And I would drink my sparkling grapefruit Diet Right. While you read your National Enquirer? Eat my or? total. Reading a Babysitter's Club book. Oh, wow. All the while watching uh, the Father Dowling Mysteries. <laughs> you are an old woman. Mm-mm. When are you getting all the cats again? No, I don't know. It's a slippery slope. I'm not very clean. Are you going to be a cat? I don't want to be, because if I got a cat, then my apartment, I, I just don't want the smell. The only reason I'm not getting a cat is because they smell. Not not all of them, but I mean, I have a small Well, place. you would have to clean the litter box, which we know you would never clean the litter box. Yeah, I would. No. I wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. I could see you either becoming the cat lady or like the little dog lady, where you have like five little yipper dogs, but you love each one of them because they're all just so special. And they're all your little dogs, even though everybody else is so annoyed by them because they just yip and they, like, bite people. And mm. But you love them and cherish no. them. I would maybe have, like, a dog and a cat. 
I think that's what I'd be comfortable with. You're going Not for multiples. a dog and a cat. Yeah, but I mean, first and foremost, when a uh, little dog. Oh, yeah, little dog. Yeah, a little fluffy dog. And then a cat to go with it. Mm-hmm. I met a dog yesterday named Vita, and it was really fluffy. Oh. I remember dogs' names and not the people's, not the humans that are attached to the dogs. Yeah. This guy's like, hey, I'm blank. And I'm like, oh, hi, what's your dog's name? Somebody somebody in the chat said, uh, I see Sarah with a ferret. Would you be a ferret person? No, they smell, don't they? Yeah, they do. They're stinky. I don't know. They're cute. Ferrets? Ooh, no. I'd no, be afraid to crawl up cute. my leg. Like in the middle of the night, they're all like squirrely all up in the leg. And then who knows what they do. Why would they be climbing up your leg? I don't know, because they're all squirrely. They're like a long squirrel. There, squirrels are cute sometimes. No, squirrels are gross. Well, what's your what are your thoughts on? Okay, so back Rats to the, of the cereal. Trees, let's that's get, what just, I call them. Sh- let's get back to the, the important matter at hand. What do you think of Special K? Special K is hands down just the plain Special K is my favorite breakfast. I don't cereal. even remember what Special K tastes like to be honest. Oh, it tastes delicious. It's refreshing. No, I'll tell you, some ice cold. This is milk. a lesson. This is a lesson I would give uh, Lil Greg. So, Lil Greg. Uh, now that you're listening to this, you must be a little bit older. I'm going to tell you about breakfast cereals. So breakfast cereals can be really good. There's different kinds out there. But you don't want to be the old per- You don't eat old people breakfast cereals because it's just why. What you want to eat are some golden grams. Golden grams are delicious. Oh, golden grams are... Honeycomb, amazing. Now, if you want to go the sugary route... Honeycomb? I'm talking to little Greg right now. Sorry, little Greg. That was a really annoying girl who just kind of bopped in there in the middle of our talk. During our time, so somebody's a little bit rude. Anyway. Um, oh my god, you're such a dick. Honeycomb is really good. Now, if you want to go for the sugary cereals, Lucky Charms is your best bet. Now, that's a damn good cereal right oh, there. Oh, excuse I disagree. I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt little Greg. I'm, gonna, I'm interrupting. <sighs> Lucky Charms are Get not a delicious kind of breakfast thing. cereal. They aren't the most delicious. If you're going to go the sugary route, you got to go for Captain Crunch. Okay, if you do Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries, with yeah, crunch okay, berries, that's all right. Yeah. Do you know how much bullshit filler is in Lucky Charms? Like... The ones that aren't the marshmallowy goodness, they do not taste very good. When you eat Lucky Charms, you eat all of the bullshit stuff, so then you're just left with a bowl of marshmallows soaking in the milk, and the milk is different colors. That's how you eat Lucky Charms. It's uh, just... That's being said in the chat that you win Thursday's Asshole Award. (laughs) Oh, we just got a text. (gasps) Oh, Cracklin' Oat Bran. Oh, that's good. I love me. It's in, like, squares. Oh, it's so good. All right. Stop it. I was just checking that text real quick. <laughs> I'm not falling huh. for it. What? Okay. Stop looking at your phone. We're doing a live show here. All right. Okay. Yeah, I guess that'll work. Yeesh. Yikes. I'm just ignoring you. All right. As an update for a story we had uh, either this week or last, I can't remember, but out of Hickory, North Carolina. Oh, it was this week. Yep. Hickory uh, Dickory Dock. Are you having like a mental breakdown? I got a lot of shows to do today. You are. You are. And you were just honest about it, which kind of freaks me out even more. (laughs) A Western North Carolina man has surrendered to police after being accused of swinging an axe at a woman while wearing a clown mask and a multicolored wig. They've caught the culprit. So they caught the guy. Now, this was... He surrendered. They didn't even catch him. He surrendered. Okay, recap what it was that went on with this lady. So the woman said that she, like, there was a guy standing outside. It was already suspect to begin with. Yeah, because there was a guy standing outside of her house who said, hey, come outside. And And he was wearing a clown mask and a multicolored wig, carrying an axe. And she went outside. And she opened the door and went outside. Well, he said, come outside. (laughs) And so he swung the axe at her, and then she was able to pull back part of his mask, and then she said she recognized him as an acquaintance, and then he ran away. That was the story. Still doesn't make any sense. No. Why would you go outside to a crazy guy in a clown mask with a weapon? Come outside. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll do that. All right. That's no. not even believable in a horror movie. <laughs> that wouldn't even be believable. Well, now it's being reported that the culprit was 28-year-old Jimmy Raybon of Connolly Springs, and he turned himself in without incident yesterday. Uh, also... Why does he have two names? This is weird, and there's no references. So it says his name is Jimmy Raybon, also known as Robert Gross. Well, that's weird. Okay, well, Raybon was arrested on outstanding warrants of assault with a deadly weapon and breaking and entering. So authorities say that Raybon... Which do you think is the fake name? Jimmy Raybon or Bob Gross? Probably Bob Gross is the real one. I don't want to be Bob Gross anymore. I I want to be Jimmy Raybon. Jimmy Raybon. Hmm. It's like Ray-Ban might seem too fake. 
But then he could have pretended he was the heir to the Ray-Ban Empire, yeah, which that's I know true. That you would have done. Jimmy Ray-Ban. <laughs> All right, well, authorities say that Raybon confronted a 31-year-old woman at her house in Hickory early in the morning last week and tried to hit her with an axe. The woman escaped unharmed and was able to partially lift the mask. Police say she recognized the man as an acquaintance. It is not immediately clear if Raybon has an attorney. I just wanted to let you know. Whenever I can get an update, I just want to make sure you're I appreciate that. No problem. I appreciate it. How you doing over there? Yeah, I'm doing good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To give more life lessons for little Greg? I probably will. Mm-hmm. They're very inspirational. Well, yeah, I know that. I'm a life shepherd. Call me life shepherd. You're lucky that I am in the mood today where I'm willing to, like, take your guff. Take take your guff? You are an old lady! (laughs) Taking that sass. I do think Murder, She Wrote should be on more often. Is she still alive? Angela Lansbury? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. She sure is. All right, next up, a Pennsylvania man had a big beef with his brother over a Big Mac. And he's now facing assault charges. Thomas Veers, 47 years young, was arrested early yesterday morning after he allegedly punched his older brother, Matthew, for eating three Big Macs and not saving one of the Big Macs for him like he had promised. Well, that is kind of a selfish thing to do. Police he ate three Big Macs? Three Big Macs. I'm impressed. That's a lot of Big Macs. I'm impressed. Well, police say that Thomas Veres was so mad that he ransacked the home they shared in Union Township, Pennsylvania, knocking over furniture and appliances and throwing food everywhere. Now, Just Matthew tizzy. Matthew Veres, the older brother who had eaten the three Big Macs. Why would he eat all three? I don't know. He was hungry. Matthew Veres suffered injuries to his right eye and left cheek and had his ear cut during the assault. Now, Thomas uh, Varies was arrested for simple assault and harassment. He was taken to Washington County Jail, where he remains on a $2,500 bound. I mean, I would be upset, too. You think that's going to be a woman coming between two brothers? But no. It's a Big Mac. I know somebody who ate my Taco Bell one time. I was not happy about that. Went and got Taco Bell. And then I went in the other room for a minute, and I came back, and they had eaten all my Taco Bell. That's kind of a shit move. It was a shit move. (laughs) <laughs> it was a real shit move. Now, somebody who did that one time, perhaps after they were drinking. And then I went and got Taco Bell. I totally forgot that I did that. <laughs> and then maybe I brought the Taco Bell back and then I went into the restroom. You took the restroom. too long in the restroom. I was really hungry. <laughs> and then perhaps somebody ate my chalupa and my tacos. Oh, I did eat your chalupa. That was really good. Oh, yeah, and a couple tacos. Yeah. And then perhaps I had no food. You didn't have any food. But I mean, I was the guest, so. So, just not that I. You're supposed to have food for your guests. Know anybody that would do that? Your proper host. (laughs) I totally forgot about that. That was. Never leave your food unguarded around Sarah. (laughs) It's true, especially if it's mozzarella sticks. No, she'll eat them all and she will not share. She will not share. No. Will not share. No. It's true. It's true. Like, I expect others to share their food with me, but when I get my yeah, like, no, you I'm just like, nope. grab. You grab off of other I don't grab everybody food. else. No, I grab off, I grab your food or like Tristan's food. Yeah, I don't I grab hate off of that. everybody's. I know you do. Does it stop me? Nope. Lil Greg, another life lesson. Don't stab at other people's food. Leave, if their food is on their plate, don't reach over and just take food off of Doesn't it. Doesn't that mean it's community food? No, it is not community food. Never do that. Now, if somebody offers you, sure. Or if you ask and someone says yes, then go ahead. Never just unannounced grab food off of other people's plates and don't eat their Taco Bell. All right. Oh, Greg, here's a story of a fellow shit apple. But this guy, I have to say, is a little more shit apple than you. So this is uh, the story about the son, the wealthy son of a Swiss millionaire. This story is ridiculous. So uh, the wealthy son of a Swiss millionaire has been sentenced to two years probation and a $33,000 fine after he lit his own Ferrari on fire so that he could use the insurance money to buy the newest, latest model because daddy wouldn't do it for him. Wow. He set on fire his Ferrari 458. I want the new one. Daddy, I want the new Ferrari. This one's from last year. So this is the Ferrari 458. The Ferrari was one of the 15 luxury sports cars that the 20-year-old wealthy son of the Swiss millionaire owns. He owns 15 
luxury sports cars. So the, I hate this. The this Ferrari guy. was a gift from his father, and uh, the boy, when asked by the judge, said he was afraid of asking his dad to buy him a new one, even though he said oh he tried God. to. Uh, cost of a replacement for the Ferrari 458. Guess how much it is? Uh, I don't know, half a million. No, actually less than that. So it runs in the neighborhood about uh, of three hundred and ten thousand. Yeah, either way. Uh, so what had happened is the young man actually arranged to get a massage during the time that the car was going to be caught on fire. Oh, because as of an stressful alibi. lifestyle? No, 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 because he was going to use it as an alibi because he ended up hiring arsonists to light his car on fire. Oh, my God. So that the insurance money would cover the cost of the Ferrari, therefore getting him the new Ferrari. Because you know who the this, old one's gross. This kid sounds like who I'm just picturing is Francis Buxton from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I'm picturing this is that kid. That He's got is like the exactly full, it. the full like pantsuit thing, like the full like like coveralls suit with his name stitched into it. And I want that bike. I want a new Ferrari. Daddy said I could get what I want for my birthday. Yeah. I want your bike. I Pee-wee, want your listen Ferrari. to reason. <laughs> Jumpsuit, yeah, there it is. That's what I was looking for. Uh, yeah, then he had some arsonists drive to the car uh, and set it on fire, and dr- well, drive it to an industrial lot and then set it on fire. However, he was unable to fool authorities, and they traced the arsonists back to him through his multiple phone records and surveillance video. Uh, his accomplices were sentenced to probations of between 14 and 16 months each. You would think if you were that r- that rich, you could at least hire like a good arsonist. Where does one find a good arsonist? I don't know. Days? I mean, rich people, they know people for anything, don't they? I suppose like so. Because they, they, they're probably doing a lot of illegal things, so they must have people that like, take care of the problems. That's why I always wonder when people say, like, I got a guy. Like, Yeah. Like, do you have I a got guy? a guy. Like, if you were looking for an arson... Let me ask you this. If I was going to give you... I was going to give you $1,000 right now if you could find me an arsonist within the day. Have somebody light my car on fire, and I will pay you cold hard cash $1,000. Do you think you'd be able to find a guy? Do you know a guy? Yeah, I'd be able to find a guy. You think you could find somebody who would take steal my car and light it on fire somewhere? Yes. You think you could do that within a day? <clears throat> yes. Do you think you... Okay, let me ask you this. So it may I, cost a little more than $1,000, though, because what's my take on this? Because I'm not doing it. Well, no, you'd get $1,000, too. Well, you'd get, like... All right, it would be 2000 and you get get 1000 of it. All right. Okay. Yeah, I could find a guy. All right. Let me ask you this. Could you find a guy, like, everyone in the movies? like Carl from The Carl Show, starring Jason, just said he would do it. Bam, I already found a guy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I was watching this movie, and everyone, like, you know how they say in the movies, like, I've got a guy. So I was watching this movie, and this guy was asking, I got a guy. A drug dealer. He's just like, hey, do you know where I can get a gun? And he's like, oh, I got a guy. Yeah. So are there just, like, gun guys running around? Like, do I know gun guys? Do I have a guy? Don't worry about it. It's over your head. No, but could you answer that? Like, if someone's just like, do you have a guy? You got a guy? To get a gun? Yeah. I don't know. You got a guy? It's just the weirdest question because everybody in I every mean, movie has always got a guy. Well, yeah, it makes, it makes it a lot easier. I don't know. I don't know about that kind of stuff. This is all for satirical purposes, mind you. Yes. but I, I mean, like say, my car. I don't want anyone to blow up my car. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I don't know exactly who. Maybe. I don't want to think about it too much. Now I'm, Now we're getting in trouble. Okay. We're not getting it. This is a, this is a comedy podcast. We're fine. But seriously, do you have a guy? I don't know. All right, and finally, this story. I love stories of men who cannot control their urges. Okay. (laughs) An Arizona man has been arrested after using his company credit card to rack up over half a million dollars for paying for online strippers. A half a million dollars? half a million dollars on his company credit card for online strippers. Wait, online? So you just go to like a chat room and they dance and for they you? And they dance for you. He spent Who, why would you spend money on that? million dollars. What, why wouldn't you just go <sighs> to a strip club if you want to see somebody's... I don't understand. Well, let me tell you. So tech services manager John David Barrett, uh, who's from Gilbert, Arizona, he's been accused of charging half a million dollars onto his corporate credit card to pay for online strippers. So Barrett is 40 years young. He was indicted this past week on five counts of wire fraud by a federal uh, grand jury in Missouri. So Barrett, who worked as a national solutions architect for a Missouri-based worldwide technology, allegedly rang up uh, $476,000 
and fake expenses between September 16th of 2013 and October of 2014, most of which he disguised as gifts, or most of which like he had um, disguised, but they were really used for uh, for gifts or services for online strippers. So he was not only was he watching the online strippers, he was buying them gifts online. Wow. Like, why would you waste your money that way? I don't know. Or the company's money. But yeah, why wouldn't you just get a hooker? Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to cut to the chase there. So Barrett, who regularly traveled to assist clients with IT training and support in the U.S. and abroad, used his company's credit card to fund his sexcapades and file fraudulent ex- expenses all the while, prosecutors claim. Uh, he charged his corporate card $100,000 for tokens, good for 2,200 <sighs> visits, to chat, to chat with women, $100,000 for tokens, which I guess pays for 2,200 visits to online sex chat rooms. Wow. To chat with women, watch them strip naked and or masturbate via webcams on the sex site myfreecams.com. <sighs> okay. Oh, he didn't stop there. Barrett lavished his favorite strippers with gifts, chocolates, flowers, electronic equipment, wine, shoes, a TV, handbags, a laptop computer, and an iPod. The internet pervert even sent $26,000 to help one of his online honeys with her college tuition bill, Holy new tires, shit. and her parents' utilities. Uh, so he's, let's see, he is being arraigned. So he's being, charges haven't been filed yet, but uh, he is being arraigned. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, as Keelan in the uh, chat said, hookers you can t- you can touch don't cost that much. Yeah. Yeah, why? Yeah, it's being noted loneliness. Okay, I mean, that's fine. I no, understand that. No, loneliness is totally understandable. Totally, but, but I mean, spending half a million dollars on an online... Like, you can watch that... Like... You could have a girlfriend for a half a million dollars. I, I guarantee you, you give me a half million dollars, I'll find you a girlfriend. Or you could find someone on Craigslist, be like, hey, here's like, does anyone want... I mean, their specific room, like... You know, message boards. Tell set us, up Sarah. For that. Tell us what is on Craigslist and what specific rooms are set up for. I'm afraid to use my credit card online. On the interwebs, which is a series of tubes, mm-hmm. there are these chat rooms that people okay. go in and they meet up for sexing. Or like everyone, you know, has a little video camera thing on their computer. Yeah. So they could do it there. So there you go. Thanks. No problem. Tech lessons. I'm really super technologically advanced. I should probably be doing that work for Digital Trends for you. Just, I probably. just have so much to bring to the table. Yes, I know. Mm-hmm. Your, your savviness when it comes to super tech savvy. is... Super savvy. Yeah. Tech savvy. Mm-hmm. Like, you might be the life shepherd. I'm Sarah X. Dillon. Tech savvy. All right. I'll let Digital Trends know that today I won't be coming in. Mm-hmm. It'll be you instead. Yep. I don't want to steal your job, though, Greg, because as soon as they well, hear what I, I have to say, my ideas... Yes. For the further furtherment of, che- of technology, uh-huh. the furthering of technology, right? They'll be like Greg who? Yeah, Greg Bibbler. Out of here. That's his name. Okay. Yeah, Craig Bibbler. Mm-hmm. Okay. You done with that one? Crazy. You figure out some more there you wanted to throw out or? <laughs> Bibbler makes me laugh. <laughs> wow. Is that is that it? Is that 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 was the, that was the. All you had there? Yep. Okay, I'm glad you worked that out. Thank you. All right. Well, um, I, di- I didn't know we were ending right at this moment, so I wasn't prepared for well, I'm sorry. to talk uh, uh, right away. I want to hear you just anything that comes into your mind. I want to talk about life shepherding again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give some lessons. Mm-hmm. All right, here's, here's a couple of lessons that I, I want to give. Uh, number one, about delicious snacks. Snacks are delicious. Snacks are good. Now, Lil Greg, I want you to pay attention right now. And other people can listen in, too. This is a quick Life Shepherd lesson on snacks. The best kinds of snacks are the following. One, <laughs> apples with peanut butter. You're so weird. Apples with peanut butter are delicious. You take the peanut butter, you put it into a little bowl, and you cut yourself up the apple into slices, and then you dip the apple in the peanut butter. Delicious. Done. That is one snack. Why other are all of your life chips. advice things about chips. food? Because I'm hungry. Chips. <laughs> is that why? That's why. That's, that's why. Chips. You want some of my pasta Chips salad? are good. There's No, I don't want your gross pasta salad that's been sitting out in this hot room for an hour and a half for two hours. No, I will pass on the pasta salad. Well, geez, salad. I'm so sorry well, for Greg, trying to give you something because you're salad. hungry. Um, How terrible <clears throat> of you. Anyway, I was still talking. Uh, another delicious so snack. 
You are so lucky. I'm in a good is mood this, today. And it is chips. Chips will be a hard thing for you to deal with because chips are delicious and they're kind of the best thing that's ever been created. And you're going to have a hard time because you're going to see chips and you're going to want to eat them. Especially when it comes to Doritos. Doritos are going to be a tough one. Doritos are so good, especially just the basic nacho cheese. You don't even have to go with the crazy kinds, the crazy kind of flavors. Don't go for the uh, the bland, the, the basic corn chip Dorito. That's a waste of a Dorito. It's a waste of a Dorito. Get the You're just one. disgusted by it's it, by its sick. existence. It's, dis- it's stupid. That's for suckers. Don't go for that one. Go for the regular nacho cheese. And you're going to try it, and you're going to think, wow, this is kind of life-changing right now. All the flavors, all the happiness, the instant joy you get. And you're going to want to keep eating them. But that's the thing. You can't eat them all. You can't eat all the chips. Don't eat the whole bag of chips. Because if you do that, you're not going to be happy with yourself afterwards. And you won't have any Doritos for later. Always save some for later. You always want to make sure you've got some. For, so if you wake up in the middle of the night and you want a Dorito, you know there's going to be Doritos there waiting Do you for have you. night Doritos? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know anybody that ever does that. Oh my gosh, I so see you. Like... Maybe sometimes when I can't sleep at three in the morning because I'm having a nightmare and I get up and I go downstairs and then I eat some Doritos. And then you I eat some night better. Doritos. And then you feel better about yourself. How does one possibly feel better about themselves eating you have like a one of the worst things for you in the world? Doritos. And then you go back in to In the bed. middle of the night just knowing it's just going in and you're just going to lay right down and letting it stew inside of you. It's so delicious. But don't this let other people see music. you. That's don't let other people see you eating the oh. chips. Okay. Because you got to hide it. Cheetos are also good. You have a good time there, but hide it from people. Wait, so you were making fun of me earlier because I didn't want to share my mozzarella sticks, but you're saying hide your chips so that you don't have to share them with anybody? Well, it's hiding the shame. No, you're hiding the chips. It's not the shame. If you had shame, you wouldn't be talking about it. You don't want to share your chips. I've seen you with a bag of chips. You just claw onto those things. You just latch on. Well, I bought the chips. Everybody else, the, the, the uh, chips aren't exclusive to me. <sighs> Don't know what to if somebody you. asks, I'll give them some of my chips. <gasps> oh, Edward says I eat cheese late at night. That's my go-to middle of the night food. Well, that's disgusting. It is not disgusting. A little, a little piece of cheese, some water, then pitter pat back to bed. You just cut off a go. chunk of cheese. Yeah. Ew. Yep. Got a, a no brick substance some... to it. Just a block of cheese. Oh yeah. You just bite right into it. Just bite right. No, I don't bite right into it. I cut a piece off. Oh yes, because you're not a. I'm not a monster. Right. No, I do actually cut off. So that way, but I do it for my own, for, for me, for my own self-control. Uh-huh. Because if I don't cut it, then who's to say I'm going to stop eating the block of cheese? You're not going to stop. I know. That's why I have to limit myself. That's why I have to cut off the piece. <sighs> well, there you go, little Greg. That's a little bit about snacks. Anything else? What about What about shoes? Shoes. Okay. I'll give you some life lessons about shoes. Shoes serve a purpose. Shoes are what you're supposed to walk around in. They serve a purpose, whether it's like for a sport or for a regular or business shoes or um, hiking shoes. They serve a purpose. The fashion of shoes is a waste of time. No one cares about shoes. Well, a lot of people care about shoes, but you're going to have to learn how to fake it. So here's the thing with shoes that you need to understand. We know, Lil Greg, me, Big Greg, we know that no, I don't really care what shoes look like. It doesn't mean anything to me. They're just bland objects to me. I don't care about the fashion of them. I don't care what's the cool style. It doesn't matter to me. Function is important to me. I care about function. And I know you do too, Lil Greg. But other people, they care about the fashion of shoes. Like they pay attention to it. They look at other people's shoes, which we never do. I couldn't tell you for the life of me what kind of shoes anyone wears. Because I just don't pay any attention to it. But other people do, and you have to you have to pretend. You're going to have to learn how to pretend, dig into that shell, and and just kind of mimic what other people do when they talk about shoes. When somebody says, oh, those are really snazzy shoes, you can be like, yeah, those are snazzy shoes. And just repeat what they say, even though deep inside Nobody you know says those are snazzy shoes. You're never going to have to repeat that. I don't even know how people talk about shoes. Shoes are, shoes are dumb. Function-wise, I, I appreciate function. A, good, oh, so a good, solid sole on a shoe. Greg. A good shoe that doesn't come apart at the seams, which, uh, by the way, Pumas, that I got at Nordstrom Rack, yeah, yeah, lasted a real long time. Thanks a lot. Real great deal on those. Anyway, but yeah, you, you got a uh, function. Who sounds like the old person? My Pumas. Are you going to yell at the sky next? Probably. 
All right. So, but seriously, so mm-hmm. we're we're all good to go for this afternoon, for this evening. Uh, well, he did send another text. What did he say? You have to, in order to freak me out, you have to make it more believable. Well, no, he did send another text. It came through on the show. If you listen back at the beginning, okay, of but you didn't say what it is. Just tell me what it says. Let crazy me see it. Came through. No, I'll handle it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. They're a little upset, but not too upset. They're not ups. They're not upset. You I don't think they're upset. It. They're concerned that we haven't done what we said. We but would we do. did. But we did. But we did. We haven't yet. We'll get it worked out. There. <sighs> Did you reserve the tables? <laughs> we were supposed to. For the podium, Sarah. Did you did you reserve that? Knock it off. Oh, you didn't do that. Okay. Well, thanks, Greg, for your prophecies on snacks and shoes. That's called life shepherding. That's now, if you would like some life shepherd advice, you can send me an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Uh, send, uh, send the email there, and I will give you some advice. The first one is free. However, after that, it is going to be a, a paid service. You know, the life shepherd has to live life as well. <laughs> Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You guys are fantastic. <laughs> Coming up today on the Fun Employment Radio Network, The Carl Show, starring Jason, yeah. followed by The Butcher Shop Podcast, which will be right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. You can subscribe to the network for $6.99 a month. The first week is free by going to funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe. Good luck today, Greg. If you're already at this mental state, I can't wait to see how the rehearsal's going to go tonight. Well, it's, I've still got a lot more to... Oh, by the way, if you uh, go to digital trend, digitaltrends.com slash podcasts, <laughs> you can listen to the other show that I do for them called Trends with Benefits. And we'll be live on Periscope at about 2.30 p.m. Pacific time from at Digital Trends. Awesome. So you can follow on there. It's already going to be chaos. I see the guest list has changed five times. Oh, just during this show, so that's good. That's good. Y- Keeping yeah. you on your toes. It will keep me on my toes, and that not is for sure. in, in, not in no way prepared. So that's, it will. Keep that's me always good. <laughs> on my toes. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. You guys are fantastic. We uh, will be back tomorrow with more funemploymentradio.com. Love you all. Here's hoping that Greg's inevitable mental breakdown doesn't happen until after he gets all this stuff done today. Let's do it. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.